0: Right, well, Chris Doyle, it's a a pleasure to catch up with you here at Goodwood on the final day where the the sun is shining. But again, it is the final day. I'm just hoping that you've had four great days here
1: at the show, Chris. It's been four great days so far, and uh, looking forward to uh, one more day of shows here. Uh, Usually the crowd is the biggest on Sundays, so... Um, usually the shows are the best on, on the Sundays, cause just because the crowd gets really into it and uh, everyone has a good time. Collectively, the guys within uh, the uh, the Arena Cross Tour, the guys that are here
0: at Good, would you feel it's gone well? You know, when you when you look back over the four days, you say, yeah, we've put on a put on a good show.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, and and it's it's all about talking to the people and the the people that come and watch the shows. That is, um, it's good to talk to all the kids um, because a lot of the kids say it's the best thing they see all weekend when they come to these things. So we get a lot of positive feedback. Back from the crowd, and I think that's what's most important. I mean, sometimes the show doesn't feel as good. Sometimes you don't think your riding is good, but the crowd's always into it, and they always have your back. So that's really good. There cool. you go. I mean, looking out onto the onto
0: the the, the the course that you've got here, you're watering it down now. Are the ideal conditions? Is this too warm as we stand here today? Do you know what I mean? Is there, is there an ideal temperament or so temperature out there that would work? As long as it 's not raining that 's it, good it 's okay, yeah seriously, that will make a big difference.
1: I was here last year, and it was raining quite a bit, and uh, it just made for slippery conditions and it was kind of chilly and it was hard to get into it, but on a day like today it 's warm it 's sunny it 's a little bit windy, but not too windy, and I think today will be a good good set of shows yeah. and
0: the kids are important aren 't they They obviously seem to have it you on the bmx on the the pedal power side of things. you must have so many kids come up to you asking you. How do you do this? Where do you start? Where does it all begin? What's your What's your reaction? What do you
1: say to them, Chris? I just tell them to enjoy it. Enjoy the time you spend on your bike. If you're lucky enough to get good at it and, and become sponsored, then, then that's great. But uh, I always just tell kids, just enjoy it because not everyone's going to make it. So ride hard, have fun, and uh, just enjoy the time that you spend on it. I actually get hit up by a lot of parents now about their kids uh, wanting to ride BMX because, I don't know if you know or not, but BMX has just been added to the 2020 Olympics. I know, exactly. So now a lot of parents are asking like, oh, how do I how do I get my kid involved? How do I take him to the next level? So that's been really interesting, uh, that whole dynamic that's that's come in since the Olympics. I'd say that must be fantastic for the sport, that introduction to the Olympics. Oh yeah, I mean and it, it, it puts it on the biggest stage in sports in the world. So that that alone is gonna is gonna bring life to the industry and it's gonna bring more kids into the sport and it's gonna it's gonna influence more parents to put their kids on BMX bikes, which is which is the most important thing as far as the BMX industry goes. What was your introduction? I know these are questions that you've been asked a million times. You're saying
0: this about the next generation, let's call it, of of BMX riders. But what about yourself? What were the influences
1: there? Uh, Man, I I was always just into bikes, Uh, bikes of all kinds. I I rode mountain bikes. I rode BMX. And I I always thought of myself a little bit of a a daredevil almost. So I would just do tricks on my bike to impress the neighborhood kids. And believe it or not, I always wanted a a motorcycle. But my mom just told me it was too dangerous. She's like, just ride your bike. it's like the next best thing so I was just kept at it and at the age of 16 is when I turned pro I started entering contests and then uh, some sponsors came on board which made traveling a lot easier and just kind of took it from there for the first few years i was always just taking it like a a year at a time and then i started signing longer contracts and now i'm I'm standing here with you and i'm 36 years old i've been pro for 20 years so uh you're a legend aren't you i I mean but
0: that's that's how it comes down you know reading about you trying to learn a little bit about crystal you you know you've done so many new tricks introduced new tricks to the sport and uh yeah you you, you're you're renowned for that aren't you with bmx
1: (laughs) well yeah i mean i've been around for a long time and, and I'm lucky enough to I, I've seen a lot of new pros come into the sport and say that I was a big influence to them and I think that's the most important thing is when you're a pro it's, it's your job to influence the next generation and, and I, I get a lot of people tell me like oh you were my idol growing up and like I, one of the best riders in the world right now is Dennis Anderson and he always tells me like I used to watch your video parts over and over and over and that's what at this point I'm actually mean a lot to you yeah th- that's what I look at now and I'm most proud of is, is just being a, a good role model and a good influence on people coming into the sport it must take up all of your life, or it has taken up all of your life over the
0: lot How long did you say you've been BMXing? I've been pro for twenty years for now. Twenty years—that's a, a long time. Again, looking at the notes, what is the daily reg? Go, is that what was that, and what is that all about? Something you used to do in your early, in your early years. Uh, what do you mean? By daily reg, I thought you had like a
1: routine that you went through. What was it? Something like. Oh. What, what, what's that? Yeah, I used to go to my trails every day, and I couldn't leave. And I had about ten tricks. That, had to run that I had to run through in order and if I messed up on one I'd have to go back to the top until I got all the way through and a lot of times I was riding by myself which is pretty dangerous but uh, I was just highly motivated to learn certain tricks and, and being like that uh, definitely helped me in, in contests and have a lot of success there so I always just wanted to be consistent and make my tricks look effortless and uh, be able to do them at the drop of a hat Yeah, They're not effortless though, are they? Let's talk about the stunts
0: themselves if you don't mind that time practice 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 a where do you do it it's not like a gymnastic or gymnast i'm thinking of where you've got maybe some soft cushions to land on. i'm assuming that you're just having to do it on the circuit you fall off
1: you get back on again is that right yeah, well fortunately for the younger guys they have the the foam pits now they have so the, you have got that facility got that is right. around now and that's okay. what that elevated our sport to a whole different ah, dimension right. there you go but uh no, I mean, I learned a lot of my stuff the hard way. Trial and error, just falling off, learning from the mistake, getting back up, and trying it again. So, yeah, for me, it was a lot of trial and error. And I paid the price with some broken bones, but I think it made me a little bit tougher.
0: Looking you look in good shape at the moment. When we have an arena and a course laid out like this here at Goodwood, that's one side of the, the, the sport as well. But off-road, when you kind of do stuff in urban areas, is that correct? Is that you, the guys going down the railings, down steps, and things like that? You do all of those stunts and pull that kind of thing off? <laughs> I do. Um, um, but that's just because...
1: Uh, I'm talking from a dad's point of view here. You, you can see this, can't you? Yeah. It just looks amazing. When I'm doing, I'm usually just... Fi- it's when I'm filming video parts and things like that. And uh, Yeah, I, li- I like to ride street stuff, like the handrails and the ledges and things like that would be cool, yeah. Um, Try to push yourself and your skills and taking it yeah, to another level again. It makes you like a more well-rounded rider. You can ride the dirt, you can ride parks, you can ride trails. or, or I'm sorry, you can ride street. Um, it makes you just well-rounded. It makes you more versatile. And you must be a fearless character. So that's what I always come across again
0: when I watch stuff on YouTube or something like that. Guys going down mountains, BMX or whatever, on the, on the, on the trial bikes. You, you just don't seem to have a fear about them. Coming
1: off the heights that you perform in maybe this stunt set. If I'm comfortable on my bike, then I'm not afraid. Uh, if I if I feel good, like being on my bike is not scary to me, just because I've been doing it for so long and I have that experience. I just became a father. That's scary. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank Chris. you. That gosh. that must have made yeah a big difference. Yeah, but now it's funny when I'm riding. Uh, I'm not really thinking about myself I'm thinking about you know if I go down the impact it could have on like on my family on, on my you know will I be able to hold my daughter if I have a broken arm you know it's it's now I'm thinking about that sort of thing and that kind of brings a different dimension of fear into my mind. A couple
0: of final questions yourself you're in good shape you say you've had a few broken bones I would have thought in this sport you've got to keep
1: fit you've got to keep healthy and mentally as well you yeah. got to be on your game. Yeah I think the most important part physically is just remaining lean and keeping yourself flexible um I know a lot of guys like to bulk up and get big muscles, but I think i 've come to find that it makes you a little bit more stiff so if you just you know stay lean, stay on a good diet, keep yourself flexible uh, do your stretches that 's the most important thing but yeah mentally um, it 's all about Staying on your bike and being comfortable, and if you're comfortable on your bike, then mentally it allows you to be more free. So let's talk about the bike, the machinery, your kind of your work
0: tool. How many do you have? Is there one Chris Doyle bike? Are there multiple Chris
1: Doyle bikes? Do they vary? What's the what's the what's the what's the range, Chris? I only have one bike, and I'll I'll, you know when I come on a trip, I'll bring different parts if I need to swap something out. Cool. But I've never. A lot of riders do bring two bikes to different events, Um, and so if one breaks, they have another one ready to go. But I my Myself. I've always just had one bike. I'll bring some extra parts, things that are more likely to, to bend or break or anything. So I'll bring a lot of tubes and tires and just a couple I, extra parts. And you do all that stuff yourself. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah I'm, I'm my <laughs> own mechanic because any rider will tell you they like us their bike to feel a certain way. So putting your own touch on it is is so that's very important. Arena Cross Tour um, that we've just seen a promo video that goes into New Year. You part of that, uh, Chris? Uh, I am actually not part of the, not. the Arena Cross Tour, but um, no, I, I, I get invited here to Goodwood Everybody every year. Down to come here to, to Goodwood. How many times have you been here, it's Chris? My fifth year. Okay, yeah, excellent. Um, well, you enjoy it. it. You like coming back. I, I love it. Um, I always tell all my friends uh, to book a flight and come on over, but. Uh, it, it's just a good time. I mean, just being here and being a part of the whole event, seeing the cars and uh, meeting all the people. It's just it's a special event for me. I look forward to all year. Let's look at the whole event again,
0: just on your side of things. The petrol power, the freestyle bikes out there. Does that do anything for you? And
1: does the the machinery going up the hill here at Goodwood do anything for you as well? Chris? I love it. I, I'm a fan of all things that go fast and go high. And like, so yeah, to me this is like this is heaven. I, I spent a lot of time, especially the first few days, watching all the cars. I'm in the pits talking to people. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's it's great.
0: Okay, I must pick you up on this one because again, I'm reading reading uh, an article about you. You do like your movies, apparently. You know lines from movies. Is that correct? Would I be right to say that? I was just trying trying to think of a movie that I really enjoyed as a as a child. Whether you're able to take a line from something like that, is that right about you that you, know,
1: uh, you love your movies? When I was younger, not so much now. Not so much now. And uh, when I was younger, I would get like tape, VHS tapes and I'd watch movies over and over and over. and I, What would that be? What Because kind of, it's fascinating when
0: people like yourself, we know you for what you do now, but when you have these things, when the doors close and you're back home and you're private, all right, you're a dad now, which is fantastic. You'll run out of time, maybe, for watching films. But when you
1: watch a film, what did it used to be as a child when you flip those VHS videos backwards uh, forwards? You know what I used to watch a lot? Have you ever seen This is Spinal Tap? Yes. That was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, Raising Arizona with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Uh when Jim Carrey started coming out with the Ace Ventura and stuff like that so they're the kind of movies that we
0: do remember you would remember where you know those lines because you've watched them so many times you know what the guy is going to say
1: don't you? oh yeah absolutely like when uh, they're interviewing uh spinal tap and they're like it just says one word right here or to describe a shark sandwich it just says shit sandwich <laughs> it's like they can't print
0: that yeah and that means a lot to you chris thank you so much indeed It gone off track a little bit there because what you do here is so important it's fantastically appreciated by the great crowds that we get here at goodwood thank you so much indeed for your time really good to catch up with yeah. you enjoy your final display today make sure you come back next year to goodwood one yeah hope thank so you. thank you so much thank you